Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by senior editor of The Week magazine and contributor to GQ, New York Magazine, and The Atlantic. His first book takes a look at the rise and fall and rise again of romantic comedies in From Hollywood with Love. We welcome Scott Meslow. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Scott, let's go beyond the mic. You've covered everything from the Jackbox to asking if Geely was really that bad. And P.S. it was. While I was examining the rom-com, something that you felt so necessary to be done. You know, when I was thinking about what I wanted to do for a book, I've I, I've covered film and TV journalism for a while. And I just started to think there are so many great romantic comedies that, that people love. You know, there's clearly an audience for them. And no one has ever really, to my knowledge, done the genre justice, really gone in and gotten the stories, talked to the filmmakers who made them, the actors, the writers, and and, and really unpacked how these movies came together, what, why the 90s in particular was such a great time for the movies. So, so to just get down, you know, sit down and talk with those people felt like a great opportunity, and it turned out to be. Which actor or actress in your mind has gotten a raw deal from all that you cover in your book? Wow, that's a good question. I think Katherine Heigl was treated pretty unfairly after Knocked Up. Knocked Up is one of the movies I cover in the book, and she, you know, that was a big breakout performance for her, but she kind of got the reputation of being a diva and made a couple rom-coms that didn't hit as well. And I think really just kind of was treated unfairly by the culture after that when she, you know, she is a really talented actress who I think can do plenty of great work. So so I I hope she gets another shot at like a real mainstream studio rom-com because I'd love to see it. What makes a romantic comedy such an easy watch for your wife, daughter, and your rescue dog? (laughs) That's a good question. I think think rom-coms are an easy watch for anybody. I think that's what I like about them in part that, that, um, you know, if you have had a hard week at work and it's a Friday and you are looking for, you know, I'm going to have a glass of wine, I'm going to relax. There is something really satisfying and soothing about the rhythms of a rom-com. And it doesn't mean it's not a serious piece of filmmaking that's worth paying attention to and considering, but just the baseline, the enjoyability and the escapism of that. I, I, th- I think there's something really powerful that movies can do there. And I, I think rom-coms are a great example of that at its best. You say in your book, you only put the rom-coms in that you really liked in it. I did enjoy the reference to Love Potion number nine, very underrated rom-com. But was there one you could have put in but talked yourself out of? Yeah, there was certainly earlier on, I had a whole chapter about the teen romantic comedies where I was going to get into Clueless and 10 Things I Hate About You and all movies I love. But but I just, as I started to write that, I just went, this is starting to feel like a digression. There is literally a whole book about the making of Clueless. So like, that book is going to do more in a book than I could do in a chapter. So I kind of painfully cut it, but it, but it was not an easy cut. So obviously next up is going to be Clueless and some teen rom-coms. Yeah, there could be a book in itself. <laughs> um, and I, if somebody wants me to write it, I'll, let's have that conversation. If the action movie is still the boss in Hollywood, how has rom-coms helped Hollywood back in the 90s and today? In addition to just making truckloads of money, and in particular, you know, at a time when VHS tapes were really part of the business, these were movies that people wanted to own and rewatch over and over again. So rom-coms really were kind of a core pillar of the Hollywood business. But I also think they launched basically every star that people like today. I mean, if you literally, you know, most famously, of course, we had Meg Ryan and Julia Roberts, kind of a one-two punch with When Harry Met Sally and Pretty Woman, but it's where Sandra Bullock comes from. It's really where Tom Hanks came up. It's where Hugh Grant comes from. I mean, these are all... These are all kind of the actors who set up modern Hollywood. And I, I think they all, rom-coms are where audiences fell in love with them in the first place. So, so I think you really can't overstate how important the genre was to all of Hollywood. With streaming services able to play rom-coms on demand, how does the rom-com have to evolve? I think they're getting smarter. I, I think they know that audiences are used to the rom-com tropes. And so at this point, they kind of find ways to subvert them. 
you know, you, you look at movies like Palm Springs on Hulu, which is a rom-com I really loved, which is a, you know, sci-fi, you know, kind of Groundhog Day style rom-com and it works great. It's, and it's just something totally unconventional and daring, but there's still a great love story in it. And, and I think the other thing, and it's long overdue is the genre is getting more diverse. It's, you know, even the great rom-coms tended to be, you know, about kind of white upper-class New Yorkers. And, and that was working in journalism or architecture. Like, like that, that was just kind of the rom-com trope. And I think we're now at a point where you're getting rom-coms about people who are not wealthy. You're getting rom-coms about people who are not white. You're getting rom-coms about relationships that are not traditional heterosexual relationships. And I think that's, it, it's leading to more creative films. And I think it's leading to better, it's, it's better serving the audiences because there are more types of relationships out there. It's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Scott, what's your favorite of all your celebrity interviews? Wow. Uh, Judy Greer. How about the movie that others may hate, but you secretly love? Hmm. Uh, Bridget Jones's baby. What's the least surprising movie Josh Gad is in? <laughs> uh, Frozen. I know you like to play them. How about what is your favorite of the how to host a mystery games? Uh, the one based on the TV show Twin Peaks. What's the most underrated TV show of all time? Um, I mean, you're a critic. You've seen it all. I know, and I, I like it all. That's what's hard. Uh, let's go with Better Off Ted. Very interesting. How about your favorite smartphone app? Uh, Wordle. Wordle on my browser. Scott, what's a promise <laughs> you will never, ever break? Uh, be with my wife forever. <laughs> Wedding vows. I'm going to really put you to the test. What is your favorite Sherlock Holmes movie of uh, all time? Uh, one of the Jeremy Brett ones. Um, I'd, I'd have to think harder to pick which one. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. It's time for one big question with Scott Meslow, author of From Hollywood with Love Beyond the Mic. Scott, if you could write the perfect rom-com movie, which two stars would you want to star in it? Where would you want it based in? And who would play the villain? Wow. Wow, I love this question. Well, let's start by, let's start with my setting. Let's, let's go ahead and set this on an alien planet. This is going to be a far future romantic comedy between two astronauts uh, who, have, who hate each other but have been assigned to go to the same planet. And we are going to go ahead and cast Mads Mikkelsen. Coincidentally, you named your rescue dog after. I did, it's true. Uh, so, so I'm a true blue fan. And Ava Green, we're going to make it a little Casino Royale reunion about uh, about two astronauts stuck on a planet who hate each other and then realize they've loved each other all along. So who's the villain trying to separate the two? The villain is going to be Daniel Craig. This is going to be a full-on James Bond reunion. Scott, why should people get this book? Well, I hope it's because you love these movies and you want to find out more about how they're made. The book is called From Hollywood with Love, The Rise and Fall and Rise of the Romantic Comedy. It's out now, um, and it covers really 30 years of rom-coms, but 16 movies in a lot of detail um, and movies that I think most people who love rom-coms will love. When Harry Met Sally, Pretty Woman, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Bridget Jones's Diary, Love Actually. Uh, I talked to a lot of the people who made the movies. I got a lot of stories that have never been told. Uh, and I, 
I think it's a lot of fun, and I think hopefully it's a good Valentine's Day gift. So buy it for the rom-com lover in your life. He loves Better Off Ted. His least favorite Josh Gad movie is Frozen, the author of From Hollywood with Love. We thank Scott Meslow for taking the time to talk with us today. My pleasure. Thanks, John. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. <laughs>